my first one, um, Reclamation of the Creative Mind, that one was very like emotional from I had just like coming out like come out of a breakup and you know, I felt like I lost myself in a way, like when it comes to my artistry, like I hadn't been creating. And you know, I was going through like a really rough part of my life, kind of just finding myself and yeah. you know, being okay with solitude. Um um where were we right now in the discussion where were we in the discussion yeah. talking about type a versus type b we're talking about imposter syndrome oh yes 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 um when do you and when when have you felt imposter syndrome okay oh i would say um in work uh working in it i feel like there's not a very big population of women working in it and sometimes, you know, it becomes, I'll say hard to feel like you fit in. Um, I don't like to categorize like all men into like a stereotype, but. Appreciate working, you. <laughs> absolutely. But working in corporate, um, you tend to work with very strong personalities when it comes to men and um I think sometimes like imposter syndrome for me can make me feel like, oh, like, am I not smart enough? Like, do I not have the knowledge because, you know, I'm a woman, but it's like, it has nothing to do with my gender. Um, so I would say work, I struggle with imposter syndrome. And then when it comes to my artistry, I also sometimes like feel like it creeps up when, you know, for example, having a creative block, like you as a creative probably understand too but it's like yeah. <laughs> it's like stressful like you want to be creating and when you feel like you can't get there uh you question like oh like is my art like good enough or yeah. you know what am i really doing if i can't like produce right now but you know i'd be i'd be battling those thoughts but you know constantly reminding myself to be gentle and you know creative blocks are sometimes a blessing like what is it that I can do during that time? Why do I have a block? Let me take those feelings or let me take that, the processing of those emotions and then put it into my art when I get to a place where I can just release. Okay. Do you ever feel like you're trying too hard to be an artist? Mm, that's a good question. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, mm. <laughs> Definitely. Um, ooh, I don't want to answer that. I feel like I try too hard to be an artist sometimes. I would say, yeah, it's, recently I feel like I felt that, you know, like I dropped my last project, um, Ain't Even Gotta Try, and it was like amazing. Like the success, like the feedback, you know, everything about it just fell into place beautifully. It was everything I envisioned. Um, and, you know, as I've been feeling all of, all of that, um, there's been times where I'm like, dang, what's next? Like more pressure, right? Like some, everyone just saw like what, you know, I was capable of. Now I got to prove it even more as an artist to show like, yeah, I'm really doing this. So there's like the expectation of follow-up? Yes. All right. Okay. Like don't be silent for too long. And it's, it's. Why do you, why do you feel that way? Feel that way as in like, don't be silent for too yeah, long. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I've definitely felt that way. I've definitely felt that way. And like, I'm like, I'm learning. This is actually like my second go around, like as a, as almost an entertainer of sorts. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But like, I'm curious. How do you, yeah, why do you feel that way? I don't want people to forget me. It's hard to say, yeah. but like, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, especially with being proud of myself with what, you know, uh, shout out to Nairi, what Nairi and I were able to create, like, I don't want people to forget the momentum. Yeah. Um. So the silence or, you know, taking a break sometimes feels like, no, like, come on, Paige, like, think, but try not to pressure myself at the same time. So it's a constant, a constant, constant back and forth. Um. But I accept it. I try not to be hard on myself. Like, I try to, you know, navigate those thoughts, like, okay, like, do you need to feel pressured, right? Like, what makes you think people are gonna forget? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, they saw what you what you created, and like, they rock with it. So, next time you come up with something else, like, the energy will be there. So, I try to, you know, reassure myself. Like, creative blocks are are beautiful. Yeah, they're, they're beautiful in disguise. 
Um, but yeah. So like, I guess on that note, like, why do you create at all? Ooh, I create because it's a way of self-expression for me. Um, I, I created a lot when I was younger. Um, and I think it was very therapeutic and, you know, I let go of it for a while. Um, but when I got back into art, it was around 2015, I started spray painting and painting again. And then I fell off and then I really picked it up like around COVID and then after COVID. Um, but I found it to be like an outlet for me. Like if, you know, I'm struggling mentally or, you know, if I'm on a really like good high of life, like using my art as a way to self-express and to create something beautiful and not have to say much about it and to just let others you know, look at a piece and feel what they want to feel like mm-hmm. that just makes me happy. Um, so, OK, you 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 said let people feel how they want to feel. This is going to sound like ridiculous, like almost like malicious. You don't want to control how they feel. No, like you don't want to produce a certain outcome. Oh, um, I say that from the perspective of someone who does. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Like I have. um like yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't want to leave as much room for interpretation as mm. people might think. Um, it's more just deceptively interpretive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but nah, nah, nah. But like photography is different though, mm-hmm. and like visual art is different because it doesn't have words, so it really mm. can't necessarily explain itself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like yeah, yeah. I think for me, like, I don't. I want others to interpret my art however they feel, because I think the basis is I just want to inspire. And if I can create a piece and you look at that piece and you're like, whoa, this makes me feel warm. Like, okay, now what are you going to do with that feeling? You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like you feel warm. So like, what do you want to do with it? Right? Like, does it make you want to go like create yourself? Like being able to like have that effect with just like a painting or like a visual is like it makes me feel like okay like my job is done right like because I think another thing that I've learned about myself with why I want to create is a sense of like community and collaboration um these last couple projects I I did it was with um my good friend Nairi and to be able to network collaborate come together as two artists two creatives with different opinions different ideas and to be able to brainstorm and understand like the vision as a unit Mm -hmm. and then create something beautiful like I've really held on to like that feeling and I want to continue to do that with my art and like collaborate with others and have that same like sense of yes exactly like no and I was really thinking of like you like this morning like yo like this is like amazing this opportunity right like you're a creative an entertainer you do a whole bunch of things like come on now i don't like the word entertainer (laughs) like um but like as a rapper like yeah that's what i used to do Mm -hmm. but it's sort of just in the in the hosting sense Mm -hmm. i'm entertaining you right now right (laughs) exactly but no like in all good ways but just like doing this right you're creating space for me and like i you know want to create space for you like after you know this comes out and just get eyes on like what you're doing for you know the creative community for sure. um, but it it all yeah I, I would say that is another reason why I create just like coming together like yeah. just what life's about is just like spreading love being love and you know art is love for me so being able to find others that also feel that way and have that passion and just combining all of our artistry together just like come on like, just pass it on no, um but it's sure. a good feeling but yeah Y'all heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Art is love. End of the podcast. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> nah, but like that is like low key. Nah, I always, ironically enough, that's one of the clips I might move to the front. Hey, type shit, you know love. what I mean? But nah, I actually have like somewhat of a technical question. I was gonna ask another community based question. Yeah. But like, um, nah, but just I guess touch on that. The the collaborative aspect of creativity, I think, is key. Mm. Um, because I've been looking at creativity lately, not just in the artistic sense, but also just in the general problem solving sense of the word. We're generally like 
people are creative because they have some sort of issue that they cannot overcome, mm-hmm. right? Because those un- challenges, like real challenges, require creative solutions mm-hmm. because creativity involves creating an original or something almost original. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we think about creativity and I think about creativity. I just did a podcast before this, two in a row, back to back. Let's go. Shouts to Mitchell. Energy. Energy. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I was with business guys and they're, they're creative people in the sense where like, where there's an opportunity that no one else has grasped yet. They're, they're seeking ways to make it work for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and they're, they're working on the external, right? But art is like this internal problem solving. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you ever feel like, so like, what's the, like, it's an emotional process. Like when you're actually in the moment, Does, do you feel like that? I think some, like, it depends on, when you said that, I thought of my last project and it wasn't like emotional. It was more like, how do I explain it? Um, kind of like an adrenaline rush. Mm. Like, the the title of the project was ain't even gotta try and i came up with that from feeling like i was being too humble like with my art okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know i think sometimes i try to like dim myself when like i know like i'm a force to be reckoned with yeah, yeah. and you know when i thought of the title ain't even gotta try i was like oh, no like people are gonna think i'm like you know yeah and i'm not like i'm very (laughs) humble like too humble sometimes and that's literally where it came from and so i wanted to find you know people like cozy like my brother gabby like all of them are forced to be reckoned with and like i wanted to create like that spotlight so people can also see that you know what i mean like they live out the title like they don't even gotta try yeah Cozy, cozy, cozy. He's rather effortless. You know what I mean? That man. I don't know those other people, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm sure you can fine, vouch. Shout out to Cozy. You no, know, Cozy's the flyest and he's, um, his yeah. energy is amazing. Um, but yeah, so some of my projects like can be, you know, stem from emotions, but other is like really good feelings. Um, another one of my projects, it was my first one, um, Reclamation of the Creative Mind. That one was very like emotional from that's hard. Me. That's a hard ass title. Yeah. Right there. Reclamation <laughs> of the artist mind. Creative mind. Of the creative Reclama- mind. Reclamation of the creative mind. Right. Um, I had just like coming out like come out of a breakup and you know, I felt like I lost myself in a way. Like when it comes to my artistry, like I hadn't been creating. And you know, I was going through like a really rough part of my life, kind of just finding myself and yeah. you know, being okay with solitude. Um, and amidst of all of that, I learned that like, where is my creativity? Like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. And so I used like the emotion to like, you know, write to, you know, paint and to just start filming myself and it was uncomfortable, but I think that was like the catalyst to like the way I go about my visuals now It's just like capturing raw moments and yeah. not being afraid to like let other people see like you know those moments but no yeah. <laughs> I, I want I actually want to ask about that like humility is a problem for you and what in in what instances or what ways has has like your own humbleness humility your humbleness mm. like been a problem you know I mean and I say that because like that seems like the problem you're trying to solve and, and yeah. you don't got to try. You know what I mean? So, We're just coming out of that box, right? Yeah, that's a great... No, I've never, like, had to think about this question. Like, why? Um, I guess I just never want to come across as, like, cocky yeah. or, like, I'm taking up too much space. For sure. Um, and, you know, with that feeling i learned that like i'm not taking up too much space like i'm trying to create more space like for not just myself but others Mm -hmm. um but yeah i would say sometimes like i care too much about what people think i think that's a that's a hard one 
but that is <laughs> yeah i you, wasn't even going there but, yeah. damn. but i think i definitely there's times where i do care about what people think of yeah. me and i'm not afraid to say it and um with being too humble i'm not even like allowing myself to let people be personable with me whoa 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 because nah. that's that's heavy though because not even as an artist but i think a lot of people though they do that um like when you humble yourself to some extent like and you walk around humble all the time to some extent you're not you're not bringing your whole self yeah to a conversation even that's actually yeah. nuts i haven't ever thought of it like that <laughs> Yeah, man. It's like even like even just saying that right now, I'm like, damn, I let it out. <laughs> yeah, 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 but yeah. it's true. Like, um, with especially with social media nowadays, like all eyes are like constantly on like what you're doing. And yeah. you know, as an artist, like my art is like my baby. And you know You don't want people to judge your baby. You don't want people to call your kid ugly. Cause then they're calling you ugly. You know what I mean? Be like, damn, like give birth to him or her. You know but I mean? honestly, yes, like not everyone is gonna like, you know, my art or not even, I don't even wanna say like, not everyone's going to understand, like, you know, where I'm going with it or, you know, what I was feeling with it. Like, not everyone cares about art. And sometimes that can just, you know, be a little like itch, like, ooh, like I wanna make sure I'm putting out something that, mm -hmm. you know, excites people or like makes people feel do, do you feel as though like there's pressure for everyone to like it uh no i feel like hmm let me think about that like i ask because personally i felt that to a certain extent where one i have a monstrous ego at times mm. so in my head i'm like how could you not like it are you stupid right, right. um and I got to check that. But the other thing, too, is that, like, I know I've experienced pressure in the sense where if I see other people's, where I get competitive, mm, you know what I mean? I if me I too. see other people's, um, you know, project, whether it was when I was younger doing music, even now doing podcasts, I got to, like, stop and, and check myself and breathe. Like, yeah. yo, that, that was toxic. That was mm -hmm. why you quit. Right. You know what I mean? Because you you get so competitive. You know what I mean? Um, it just ruins it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm it saying? It takes away from the joy of, like, what you're creating. I wouldn't say, like, I experience, like, competitiveness. I genuinely love, like, what everyone creates. And I'm always, like, I'm, like, that hype man of a friend. Like, I, like, love supporting everyone's art because I genuinely, can I curse on this? Yeah, yeah, I genuinely yeah, yeah. fuck with, like, a lot of creatives around here mm -hmm. but there's definitely times like if i'm experiencing a creative block and i see like someone like output in hella art mm -hmm. i'm like oh, shit, come on Paige. i start like kind of like feeling bad for myself like yo like get up like what are you doing like why aren't you creating so i wouldn't say like it, it's the competitiveness i think there's sometimes i just become hard on myself for you yeah. know not being like consistent enough for yeah discipline enough um yeah 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 it's yeah. it's like um like you just said it's just being hard on yourself though yeah yeah i cut that shit out i mean i'm <laughs> working on it but like i know anybody out there cut that shit out rational versus irrational thoughts i always i always have to do that like if i'm thinking something <clears throat> excuse me and i'm like Negative thinking is a motherfucker because yo, it, it feels rational in the moment. Like when you're in, when you're thinking mm -hmm. the negative thought, it makes a lot of sense. It does, but oh my gosh, the way it will like ruminate and I'll be fixated on it. Mm -hmm. I have to genuinely like always be like, okay, like do you like you know like this isn't true or you're being hard on yourself. Like be gentle, but. Like the demon on the shoulder and the yeah. angel on the other one. <laughs> constant. Yeah. Constant. Oh, Chad GPT. Bro, finesse God. Chad yo, it's like ruining like all communication, but I kind of love it. Like wait, okay. <laughs> Explain. Like what what you mean is ruining all communication? Oh my gosh. The way that I've seen professionals. Because you're in <laughs> IT. Because you're in IT. Yes. So sir. you've been you've been seeing it in IT. 
Um, not like catching people, but like just knowing like, I mean, I use that. I'm not even going to front. Like, I'll be like, for example, my company's shutting down and I'm having to like, you know, talk to vendors and be like, hey, the company's shutting down. I need to cancel the subscription. So I'll use ChatGPT and be like, you know, write me an email template on, you know, informing a vendor that a company's closing and we need to do this. And it'll be like, doop, doop, doop. I'm like, perfect. And I'll just fill in the blank. But there's, I feel like there's a limit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. a limit where you should be using it and people are definitely like relying heavily for example yesterday i was with my family and my brother and i were talking about chat gpt with my parents and my mom she's um an advocate for uh, my eldest brother has cerebral palsy and you know there was um i don't know if it was a law that you know people were emailing someone about but she wanted my brother and i to also like email this person and you know, explain why, like, my brother needs, like, an individual plan to, you know, be successful in the community. And my brother and I just looked at each other and we're like, chat GPT. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah, I mean, it it takes away from, I don't know, like, your own thoughts. No, and, it does. Like, words. And, but then again, it's like, it's the future. It makes, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's going to be a balance because I've been using it to write some papers right now for school. I will have graduated by the time this comes out. And no, 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 but in no realness, I'm not even snitching on myself because that thing can't write my paper, at least the way I want my paper written. But it helps. You know, and no, it's giving me like essential summarizations. You know what I'm saying? It's cut down my, my writing time by a lot. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And for someone who has ADHD, Same. it helps a lot. Like, Thinking of back when I had to write papers in college, I would be stuck on the first sentence for like 20 minutes, just being like, I I don't know where to start. But it's like, once I start, I'm good. Yeah, I don't know where to stop. Really? Because um, I just, then like, I, I get off track though. Like I start here and then I like- Do you it, ramble? I ramble, mm. you know what I mean? I'm like, this was not what I started talking about. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's, it's just giving me like, I look back at it and I'm like, stop. Right. Like right here, right here. Um, I feel that struggle. But fucking, what were we talking about before the chat oh GPT? ADHD. You feel me? I um, feel it. Bro. I feel it. <laughs> Why did we bring up chat GPT? Oh, uh, we we're talking about tech, and oh man, fuck it. I have, a, I have, a, I have a question I want to ask. Yes. Because this is you. You know, I feel like you'll you're actually the first person who might be able to provide me insight on this Ooh. on this subject, right? You know, me. I'm not your orthodox creative, as in I'm very like um, I think analytical. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not your orthodox analytical guy because I'm also very creative. Um, and so I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do continue my podcast. I don't ever want to stop doing the things I want to. I want to do like writing books and things like that, mm-hmm. right? But I also am trying to. I'm strongly considering and looking at what opportunities are there in corporate, for example, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? And because fuck it, got to secure the bag. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But also just looking at the future in terms of there might honestly be a world where I can make, on one hand, a banging salary and keep doing my my side gig. You know what I'm saying? Or my 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 craft. Absolutely. That's what I would call it, right? How do you, but you know, one thing that I fucking, that has always shook me mm-hmm. to my core and that I do try to monitor even on this podcast, because granted for as quite possibly wild things that may or may not have been spoken, we never go that far, <laughs> but it's just like the, the insanity is definitely held back mm-hmm. um, in terms of, you know, there again, there's still, this is still a closed um, room. This isn't a closed room conversation. Mm-hmm. I am not speaking in any way that I would not speak in public. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm very conscious of that, right? Mm-hmm. But sort of, I guess this is the point. See, I'm rambling. Right. Um, how do you balance, or how has it been, you know, being both a creative and doing um, all your stuff and all your artistry while holding that, like, um, you know, occupational responsibility? Mm. That's a good question. I actually like this question a lot. And I think this time period of where I'm at with my career is like perfect to talk about it. <clears throat> so 
I I guess I'll give like a little background. I don't know if it matters. No, um, I mean it's character but, development. What's your story? <laughs> right. For okay. Okay. Cool. So I um not only am I, I an abstract artist, creative director, videographer, like I am also um in the information technology field. So I graduated college and right away I started working at a biotech company um, as a help desk technician. Um, and over the years, I took the management route and um, I currently am a senior manager of IT services. And it's a lot. Like, I don't think people realize sometimes like a full-time job is sometimes can feel like it's your whole life. Um, and there was times where I did not have the space for my art. And it wasn't because I didn't have the time. I think I just felt like I had to commit all of my time to my corporate job, which you don't have to do. <laughs> like, please don't, because you will burn yourself out. And I think I had to recognize that I'm a very good employee. Like I go above and beyond. And um, I was putting in more than a hundred percent. And there was no need for me to put in more than a hundred percent because at the end of the day, corporate does not care about you. They care about the bottom line. Exactly. It's all money. Um, and I had to swallow that hard pill. And I still enjoy what I do. I love it. Like I have a passion for management and I have a passion for IT, but I saw how much it was eating away at me and how I was projecting that onto others, onto like my own self and my artistry. Um, so I think there was a moment where I was like, they're not going to fire me. <laughs> <laughs> they're not because I, you know, I'm a great employee. So I stopped putting in more than 100% and I was honestly putting in about 80% and I was still getting the job done. Yeah. I don't not do my job. You, you kind of realize that you didn't have to be working at like this you didn't have to be hitting the gas at 100 to get no, where you needed to go on time. Absolutely not. Yeah. I'm like, I don't think I talk about like how proud I am of myself when it comes to my IT career. But like I, for 27 year old woman, like I have like accomplished a lot in my career mm -hmm. being this young. And I, that's something I also realized. I'm like chill out like you don't gotta go harder like you're already in a really great position for your age um bask in it and do what you really love yeah and so i stopped answering people after 5 p.m like yeah <laughs> buddy i like that I put my phone on do not disturb and you know i would see something on my phone i'd be like oh, like but it's not urgent. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll text you in the morning type right. thing. And like, another thing is like, people also like are aware of like working hours. So, you know, telling myself, just put it away. Like, you're fine. Like the building isn't burning. You know what I mean? Um, but like having to constantly like tell myself, like, don't bite off more than you can chew. And with like constantly reminding myself of that, I was able to, you know, start having the energy and it first came with energy, like to create, um, because there would be, sometimes I'd get off work and I'd just be tired. I would just be like, all right, shutting the computer off and I'm laying down. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the less I, the more I stopped caring how much like time I was putting into like my full-time job, I was able to put that energy into my art and find a balance. Um, so now you're making big racks and big stacks. <laughs> no, like, I was, right? Oh, I yeah. was, but my company, so unfortunately my company's closing. Yeah. Um <clears throat> RIP Jounce Therapeutics. <laughs> yeah. But um I'm, I'm gonna give you a name after this. This man has been a blessing. He's a business mentor of mm -hmm. mine. Um because he showed me, although he is not himself an artist mm -hmm. or necessarily a creative. He's such a deep appreciator of mm, these things. And he that. encourages, on one hand, he says, Daniel, go do that stuff mm -hmm. and be a businessman. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. Who says you can't do both? You know what I mean? And one thing that I'm living with that he gave me a piece of advice is sort of like, you, 
you know, your job may not even have been created yet. Mm. You know what I mean? When he got into, um, when he started his business, before he started his business and when he was in college, there was no um, IT outsourcing guy yet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it was like 1980s, right? Mm -hmm. There was, the computers were still new, right, right? right? And in the 1990s, there was no kind of like help desk mm -hmm. type of thing just yet. And then he did sales for the, he was also a social social no worker way. for a number of years. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. you have to connect me with him. He's a wow. he, he's a G, yo. Um, love this guy, but yeah, yo. So I don't. I, I'm. I forget what I'm fucking talking about right now. Oh, we were talking about my job closing and oh, how the timing of my friends yeah. saying like, why don't you do this full time? But so when it finally like came to the news that the company was closing, I was like. I'm going to take a break from corporate. Mm -hmm. Like I've been doing this since 2018. Blood, sweat, tears type feeling. <laughs> um, why not take a break and just reset and use that time to travel, to um, find inspiration that you can pour into your art and just give yourself uh, the opportunity to feel like what it will feel like when you know, your art is your main source of income one day because yeah, yeah. I know it will be. And I tell myself that heavily. But right now, you know, with my IT career, I still use that as, you know, it makes me good money. I like what I do and I can still balance both. So I will continue to, you know, make use of that gift that God blessed me with so that I can continue to build up my artistry so that one day when I'm in museums, when I'm doing like yeah. collections and like my name is really out there, out there, um, I can just do that full time and I don't have to work for corporate anymore. But I still, yeah, I still want to balance the two, but I'm definitely taking like, I want to take a couple months off, but if I can take more, I will definitely take more. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty, my, my taste for IT is eclectic i'm always like open to anything whoa eclectic taste for it i've never heard <laughs> a little IT bit taste. Of everything what does that mean Paige? um so i like I can, you tell us about, <laughs> can you tell us about the information technology industry for a little bit oh like what, what do you want to know well not just that sort of like what does that mean to have an eclectic taste for it like, so when i say eclectic mm, taste for it like this like, one cable tastes different than another <laughs> cable like you know what i mean y'all here looking wires no. keyboards and shit you're just like smelling monitors chewing on a usb yeah 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 <laughs> no when i say eclectic taste for it it's more so like i have experienced it in like the academia field you know, like university um, and then like, you know, now doing it, you know, in biotech, I'm like open to, you know, experiencing other fields and still, you know, pursuing IT in some way. Um, but I wish I was chewing on cables. What do you feel has been <laughs> your biggest like Cause you know, I, again, this is this feels weird, not weird, but it's interesting. Cause again, you're the first like artist and creative I've met who works in that environment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, what do you feel? And my actually, when I think about it, I don't know a lot of people in corporate. You know what I mean? Minus <laughs> minus any college friends of mine, right? Mm -hmm. um, and even in like my close circle, only like two, mm -hmm. um, right? Uh, but what you call it? And one of them too is in for crypto. Oh, which wow. nice. Like, I only bring that up because, again, that's something that last year motherfuckers were telling me it's not going to last. And that's, it's like, I mean, the dollar is going digital. So, I mean, you know that's the way it's going. It's Technology, just the, the point. You don't know what jobs are going to exist in a couple of years. Oh, gosh, no. Um, no. Maybe like people are saying it's going to be a recession summer. Isn't it? I'm about to be on employee recession summer. Let's go. I like that. I like that. I'm about to, I'm about to sign a contract for some money. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? Get some bread up. Right. But what you call it? Um, nah, okay. Damn it. Fuck Paige. Oh, I'm you sorry. Me, I'm sorry. You made me lose my train of thought. Impulsive thoughts. Um, you were saying um you've never met, or I might be the first artist yeah. that you met who's also in What is been I got you, yeah. Mm -hmm. What has been your biggest like takeaway? From working in IT? Yeah, yeah. Like as especially now that that job is closed down. Like, what do you feel like you're leaving with? Ooh, ooh, my right. gosh. Mm. 
Cries. Um. Cries with money. Because <laughs> you're not wrong, sir. Um. <laughs> ooh, what am I taking away from like that job specifically? Yeah. Oh. I don't even know if it has to do with IT. If like, I can be honest, like, like, you don't even gotta be like, yeah, don't gotta be like type related in any in any way. Because um, you was in there deep for years. Yeah, since 2018, I would say I'm taking away like an appreciation for people. Okay. Um, the people I worked with felt like family, mm-hmm. and like the culture of you know my my previous employer. It was fun. Like yeah. I never had not one day where you like going to work yes okay i really loved going to work because the atmosphere was not what you imagine like an office to feel like yeah yeah like we were having nerf gun wars bruh nerf gun wars and like that's all i feel like i have to say (laughs) like but no um you know the being able to be surrounded by scientists and seeing how passionate they are about their science and treating patients. Even though I was in IT, I felt like I was a part of that circle as well, right? You like, felt like you were contributing to that. Yeah, and like I was, right? We were keeping I mean, the lights on. Like literally. we're keeping instrument controllers running, but being able to see how passionate and how caring everyone was about the work that they were doing no matter what department they were in i always felt that i saw it and it's made me like want to carry that on to wherever i go next and like culture is like the basis it's the foundation of what i feel like a successful company can be if you have great culture like people are going to be excited people are going to love to collaborate people are going to want to do great work and um i think it's it's built me to be a really like rounded a well-rounded individual do you feel like um because you also said earlier that that you enjoyed management in the managerial position Mm -hmm. um and i feel like again like culture setting is a manager's job Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying some people be like oh he doesn't know what he's doing and it's like yeah they don't even need to know shit about the fucking tech but their job is to make sure that you know that you know about the tech and that you are going to play nice mm-hmm. in certain ways. And that, you know, they're going to take certain hits and shit like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, their job is, I would say, mostly culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. After a certain point. Obviously, yeah. you have to go through your round, right? right? But, like, do you feel like your, again, like your philosophy of, like, leadership, or, like, your management style has changed or, like, has grown from that? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Like, this was, like, my first managerial position in a company and um i guess part of what i should ask though is like what did you expect going into corporate Ooh, what did i expect going into corporate oh my gosh you think like because i hear the word corporate i think dudes in suits are trading stocks (laughs) right right um honestly like when i before i graduated college and i was doing like my phone call with my agent who had been trying to place me at where I work now. Um, my initial thought was like, oh, this is gonna be rigid. I'm gonna have to dress up every day. Like, you see what I wear? Like, I do not dress up in like slacks and flats and all that. So I was like, oh, this is gonna just be like dreadful, but I'm excited to make money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when I went in for my interview and I saw people in like sweatshirts and like, Crocs, I don't know, sneakers, and then just seeing like the atmosphere of people just being chill. I was like, oh, okay, this could be like interesting. So I think initially I was a little hesitant and scared because I'm not your typical like corporate looking person, but the company was the complete opposite of what I feel like the stereotype of corporate is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was excited. I was excited. It was it was fun. it was a fun run. I will say that. But I think now that I'm like may possibly looking for like a job eventually, I'm getting that feeling again of like, oh, like it's 
it might not be the same as where I was, you know? Yeah, that was something like, that. that's something I always um, consider and fear. Like when we're going through transitions, mm-hmm. um, well, I, you know, not even fear, you know, there was, I had a wake up call when I worked at Chipotle for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two weeks. Yeah, I worked there for two weeks. Did you piece it? I, I was out um, <laughs> very quickly because I, I, you know, very quickly I was scooping food. Mm-hmm. I saw Nate, shout out to Nate. He's going to, he got to come on the show eventually. And I'm like, bro, you wanted to be a rapper? Because Nate raps and I'm like, you over here scooping food. You want to You go said to, that to yourself? To myself, yeah. Wow. And it's like, yo, you wanted to go to college. You over here scooping food. Ooh. And it's like, you That's know. That's kind of deep. That's Chipotle deep. It's Chipotle deep, bro. It's that guac. <laughs> that shit good. And not to shit on, I had friends who worked at Chipotle, got scholarships from there, honestly. Oh, wow. And helped, like, get them through college and shit, bro. And, like, gave them stable bread and mm-hmm. hooked them up with relocations and all of that in mm-hmm. the third. It's not like there wasn't benefits. It's not like they didn't enjoy it and yeah, shit like that. I didn't know that they do that. It's valid, right? But, you know, it was me in my case. I was already, I was working two other jobs. Mm, you know what wow. I'm saying? So I had just graduated high school. I wasn't, um, I had applied shit to college. I got in, shit happened with the finances. I couldn't mm-hmm. go. I was planning on quitting, not going to school ever again. Um, yeah, bro. And I was like, nah, man, I need to, it don't matter. I was money hungry. And that's mm. why I was working three jobs. Mm. And then I was there and I'm like, it's not worth being money hungry if I'm not going to actually learn things that will be valuable to me mm. later on. And then and that I'm 18 years old. I can low-key still count on my mom Dukes for a couple mm-hmm. more years. Mm-hmm. Shit, I was 23. I keep it a stack, bro. Every now and then, your boy needs some grocery bread. Yo. Yo. I'd be like, I'd be like $30 short. Yeah. <laughs> Parents come through. I'll be like, always. yo, bro, I need eggs and chicken, bro. <laughs> like, help me out. Please, you know what I'm saying? No, um, I feel that. Oh my gosh. But for 18, like having those thoughts. Especially at 18, man. You know what I mean? Like, yo, bro, chill. Like mm-hmm. the concept of pressure, like I especially after that, bro. I, I have I feel very little pressure in life anymore. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Jeez. Um it's like, fuck it. We're going to die anyways. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. That's, ooh, I like that you just said that. That's another thing, like, realizing that you have one life and then looking at it as like, okay, so what was I placed on this earth to do? I feel like, or I'm a firm believer that, like, everyone knows what they're meant to do. It's just like, are you digging deep enough to like genuinely like accept it with yourself? Ooh, you know what I mean? <laughs> that's a good one though. No, no. But it's the truth. And yeah. Everyone should read You Are Here by Thich Nhat Hanh. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But it's about practicing like the present moment in mindfulness. Yeah. And um, I think about this often. It's like, I only have one life here. Like, how am I going to make it like worth it? Right, mm-hmm. like God placed me here. God, like, placed you there if you believe whatever you believe in. But, like, I believe, like, God placed me here to be an artist, to be a creative, to do a whole bunch of things, and like, mm-hmm. trying to figure out, okay, like, what do I need to do to bring all of these things and intertwine them, and to make it like my main source of income or like what I do for the rest of my life because it brings me joy. You know what I mean, like. Sitting with those thoughts is like, it gives me like just even a bigger push and like, it makes me hungry to like, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of open up the doors to those like new chapters. Um, But yeah, having those thoughts at 18, like that's fire. And I mean, now look, right. You're like fulfilling like those passions. I'll be like flipping it on you. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It's cool. I'll be turning into the. I, I don't mind. I don't mind. But yeah. I, I, you know what? I'm gonna start making some of my 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 guests ask me more questions. Nah. Yo, no, you should. No, don't drop that. You write like that only down. I'm I'm only slightly kidding, but I'm being slightly real, just in terms be of like 100 um, percent real. I think you should. There there are moments when like I've I've had some episodes where I'm like, damn, there's dead space right here. I don't know what to ask, mm. and it didn't occur to me until recently. Make them ask you something. Yeah. Fucker. Right. You know what I mean. That, that's um, different. No, yeah. no one's really doing that. And I mean, um, eventually, I wanna, I wanna do like a call-in series, mm-hmm. um, where I just give people advice, like a, but slightly, slightly, like, nah, 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 nah. I was gonna say that would be so dope. 
It would be, but kind of like radio station vibes. Yeah, but the twist, I was gonna give them bad advice. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? I might still do that actually. I run like you should. Like you know what I'm saying? Call in. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's funny. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. I, don't, I also don't want to get bad because y'all will listen. They will, people will listen. <laughs> no one reads the caption. They're Bro, like, yeah, Daniel told me that. Disclaimer. I'm kidding. Um, nah, yo, but it's on like. On something that people will listen, it's like, yo, I just had a discussion with my on the earlier podcast. This dude is a sneaker retailer, mm. so like seven hundred thousand worth of sneakers last year, right? But mm. it's something he was talking about, like he's been noticing, it's just sort of like, yo, obviously the market and the economy affect the price of sneakers. For example, I thought mm. this was interesting when the Stimmies came out during COVID. Oh, that was a good time. Bro, sneaker sales went up. Yo, they did. I they was, did. I was low-key heated. I'm like, y'all were buying kicks. <laughs> Everyone said, now I can get those, those kicks. You know what I mean? Um, on, on a serious note, like, I'm not like, I'm going to shit on y'all, but damn, bro, why? Why you had to do that? There were so many other things you could have purchased. Do you remember the shoe that you bought? The first, like, pair of kicks you bought with your stimulus check? I didn't buy sneakers with my stimulus check. <laughs> I didn't do that. But granted, what, I, sure I probably, nah, you know, I probably had credit card debt, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, I can't, when I don't ask for my mother for money, that's what's happening. Yo, real life. I'm running up that bill, Yo, waiting for my next paycheck to come in. Like, Yeah, COVID was a different time. Oh yeah. my gosh. Mm. How do you feel like you, you come out of that? COVID? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, wait, clarify the question somewhere. Like, what? How was Paige post-COVID versus Cage pre-COVID? Ooh, sheesh. Paige pre-COVID. Um, I was actually trying to take my art seriously again. And a lot of good things were happening. I had like booked an art show. I had um I was asked to, you know, be a part of another like art showcase. And it was like opportunity after opportunity. And then boom, COVID. Mm. And I was like, mm. it was a real I didn't know it then, but looking back now, like I think it was a what do you call it? Is there such thing called demotivator? Or like, what's the term for it was, like? It was demotivating. Yeah, discouraging. Discouraging. Yeah, it discouraged me. I was just like, dang. And like, COVID was a scary time. Um, so a lot of other things were on my mind. So art just became like a background. Like it was like white noise. Yeah. I was still getting like people like reaching out for commissions. Shout out to Adama. She like really. Oh, and uh, Jay Millie. Jay Millie and Adama like supported my art hella during COVID. So thank you. Um that made me really happy to be able to like put use to like my crafts like during such a low like period of society was great um but post covid i just wasn't doing art for the longest time it wasn't till honestly 2021 so from like for a year i just wasn't really creating much yeah. um so yeah, I would say pre-COVID was like getting me, like getting the gears turning and then I kind of just like dropped everything and then the gears started turning again in 2021. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't really eventful. It wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Really boring? My art was boring because I was, I was like painting sometimes, but I was painting to just say I painted. Uh, like I, I knew for cloud purposes, not even because I wasn't even posting my art like that. It was like more like for to be able to say like, oh, I'm an artist, like to myself, like to remind myself, yeah, I'm an artist. But I was just you were trying to be create. an artist again. Yeah, yeah, and like, but I wasn't feeling anything when I was doing it. I wasn't. I was rushing. Like it when I look back at my art, then I'm just like, what? Would, like I could tell I just wasn't there. It was like dark and like I was using a lot of dark colors. And if you look at my art now, like I'm very colorful. I'm very like my art's very, um, there's a lot of movement, different texture. And I wasn't 
honing into like my skill sets during COVID. It was just, just to make myself feel good about saying I painted today. A lot of self-validation. Yeah. That's crazy shit. Yeah. I get that. I know like, hmm. I, the acceptance thing. You said that was one of the, 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 the most interesting words you could have used, I think, earlier. Mm. I forgot what we were talking about exactly. Accepting, like, how I believe everyone really knows, like, what they're placed here to do. and like. Yeah, 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 right? Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, but even in that, like, acceptance is a big problem for a lot of people mm-hmm. at a lot of different junctures. Where, like, maybe you had to a hard time accepting that, like, you just had to stop. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's a moment you have to accept. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I remember when I was rapping, I couldn't accept it. I just wasn't that person. Mm. And when I say that person, I don't mean I'm not him with you. I'm him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> Zoom in on that. <laughs> but on, on, I'm not a rap persona. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do you feel like you're not like you believe you're not i feel i don't like i look at i look at rappers Mm. i understand i did like an in-depth analysis like what makes rapper rapper even the artist with the least even though the least performative artist maybe like a j cole he's as real as it gets for the most Mm -hmm. part there's still a level of like intrigue he's able to capture through his lyricism, or even like a guy like Earl Sweatshirt, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm. Really minimal, but there's this there's this persona about him, this mm. mystery about him, right? And he's able to to lean into it and perform into it. Mm. And I just got too many words in my brain and in my mouth, mm. and I'm just too. I don't I don't have the organizational structure in my brain that they have mm. that allows them to be successful rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to make their music. Mm-hmm. I have the brain that loves to to write a whole book. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And break everything down into a variety of pieces and all these things, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Um, but I wanted to be like them so bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I applied to St. John's University, like mm-hmm. J. Cole went mm-hmm. there. You know what I'm saying? I was in a major in communications like J. Cole. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was clearly trying to be somebody else. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and J. Cole not even my favorite rapper. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but he was the he was a he was a a, a point of analysis for me because he was a, a rap a rapper who was also a school kid. Mm. You know what I'm saying? The he relation. was he was doing hooligan things when I was doing hooligan things, mm-hmm. but he was also hitting the books like I was hitting mm-hmm. the books, right? So I found synergy there, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and he had to find how he wanted to be a rapper mm-hmm. in order for him to feel authentic, right? And you know, I'm not a sweatshirt. I'm not this, that, and the third, right? Um, it was really a process of accepting myself. And like, now I don't even want to rap. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be a rapper, guys. Wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy how, like, going on that self-journey of, like, trying to understand, like, what it is that you feel towards, like, a certain craft. And then learning, like, oh, wait, this, like, I don't think this is for me anymore. Yeah. And it might not be that it's not for you, but maybe at this time, like, it's not. So that's dope that, like, you were able to, like, navigate that. No, for wow. sure. I had to figure out that when it came to rap, what I really just loved was the the writing. Mm. I couldn't fucking make beats. I don't have the patience. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And also, I think at the time, I didn't have a good ear for patterns. Mm. I didn't have a good sensibility for patterns. I'm better at math now, and I feel like I'd be better at producing. Oh, wow. Um, you'd be surprised. Like I think the two, the two sides of your brain go together. Mm. Producers, I think... If they're not already good at math, they can be, if they have, wow. if they try, um, because there's just a, a high degree of pattern recognition mm-hmm. involved, um, and memory and shit like that, right? But fucking, I'm getting so sidetracked, bro. Oh no, 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 I'm enjoying it. I just had to write, bro. You know what I mean? Keep it a buck. So, what do you do with your writing now? Oh, so um, yo, I'm looking my bubble a little bit because I didn't even realize you don't even know, um. I wrote a book over the last four years. You did? Yeah, that was what I went to college to do. No way. Um, and now we're gonna go publish it this summer. You know what I'm wow, saying? Good shit. Yeah, yo. What's that, it called? 
uh, twice a we got official name now, folks. Yo, the book might be out by the time this podcast. No comes way, out. perfect. It might, promo. yeah, yeah. Perfect promo. Twice upon a time, there was a boy who died. Oh wow! Colon infinitum memoria. Wow. Which is Latin for the infinite memory. Wow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Wait, no, like I not like that. Wow. <laughs> Wait, so what is this book about? And when can I get a copy? Uh, hopefully July, if everything yeah. goes according to plan. Um, where I'm self, I'm, I'm self-publishing, mm-hmm. um, unless in the next two months, some agent finds me a ridiculous. Every day. <laughs> unless some agent finds me a ridiculous <laughs> number. Like, I think the only way I'll stop the self-publishing <laughs> idea, go ahead, you could. <laughs> Breathe, Paige. It's like, <laughs> what you call it? Motherfuckers gonna have to give me at least a quarter million. Woo! If they you heard buy, him. If they want to buy my book, you know what Don't I mean. Settle. Um, but yeah, yo, and they only got a few months to do that. For but sure. the fuck was I saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, what the book is about? My whole this is like kind of the new sales pitch. My whole life, I heard growing up, men ain't shit. Mm. Um, so now taking that to its final conclusion. If men ain't shit, what's the point of 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 a man existing? Mm. And just if you're shit and you're less than shit, why are you on the planet? Right. You know what I'm saying? What is your worth as a person? Mm-hmm. So the book is is first. The first part is an analysis of that question mm. of like, um, you know, one of the characters literally asks like, "Yo, why shouldn't I just, you know, what I mean, pop mm. it right?" Um, and so like it's an analysis of how why a lot of young men feel that way mm. you know what i'm saying feeling worthless and then the second half of the book is an answer as to why motherfuckers ain't worthless mm. um yeah wow deep thank you thank i you. can't wait to read it i appreciate you you could also check out the the, the audio book we, we have an um a narrator um my man rafael shabazz arturo and i mean the guy right there is he from from Boston area. He does a lot of poetry. He was in the... He was in Renee's... Yeah. That's the name. Yeah, yeah. He was cute. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. No. Um, Good for you. No, thank you, yo. I appreciate snap, it. Snap, 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 You know what I'm saying? Oh. The only reason I say I've been in my own bubble is like, I just, I just got like a big <laughs> shout out um, from my, my school about... Um, about my, my entrepreneurship plans and my, my school plans and really? shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they did blasted me on LinkedIn. No way. Blasted me on oh. Instagram. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. Need that. I'm I'm low-key playing the cloud game semi, right? As you talk your shit. Isn't that, but you, I, isn't that, you're not even shit to <laughs> Respectfully. Talk. But it's like looking back on what I was doing as a rapper. Mm. I wanted clout for clout's sake. You know what I'm mm. saying? Now as, um... As a as a creator, um, I want clout for, um, like art's sake mm. and like business's sake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, hopefully, I bring something of value to people. You know what I'm saying through mm-hmm. this podcast. Absolutely. That's first and foremost. The next thing would hopefully be to somehow like yo, not even somehow promote the book on the podcast, sell mm-hmm. more books on the podcast. Absolutely. I'm saying get some ads. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry if y'all hate ads, but. I'm, I'm a big supporter. I was doing that for my stuff too. More eyes, the better. Yeah, yeah. Invest in promoting, honestly. No, for sure. And we just live in that culture nowadays, bro. And there's so much opportunity, and it's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like the other thing too about the podcast, like yeah, you, you were talking before we said this. Like it seems like I've been doing this for a while. I just been having these conversations for a while, Ooh. like on or off camera. Like these conversations continue, mm-hmm. and like the networking continues. Mm-hmm. There's so much I haven't caught on the podcast. Wow. You know what I'm saying, um, so, and that's the other thing too. It, it ain't even trying. Like mm-hmm. I, I, it's effortless. Authentic, I ain't even gotta try. Authentic, yo. Yeah, I ain't even gotta exactly. try. Exactly. No, um, the authenticity is. I can tell just by the way, like. You carry conversation and the questions you ask, like a majority of the questions you asked me, I was like, whoa, like no one's ever asked me this. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So like, I appreciate that. Like, cause at the end of the day, it helps me think more about myself. So yeah. Thank, applause. 
applause. Applause to you, Paige, <laughs> for being a fantastic human being. I appreciate you. You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, I got some insights, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm less nervous about... I feel more affirmed in the idea that I can keep doing my craft mm-hmm. and possibly go corporate. We're going to see how it goes. You, you got it. I got I to gotta get the masters real quick. You, you know definitely got it. And even if it was like going corporate for a year and then, mm. you know, who says that you can't take breaks? Like that's the yeah, thing yeah. is like the stigma around like having a job or like a full-time corporate job is crazy. Like we were just somebody, we were just shitting on corporate jobs a couple hours ago or nine to five jobs a couple hours ago. So please advocate. Yeah. I mean, like, People just, I don't know how to explain it. Um, If you were to work somewhere for a year and then leave that job and go do something else that isn't corporate, like coming back, I feel like there's this look of like, oh, your resume has a gap. Like, why? And it's like, for my own sake, (laughs) because I wanted to maybe, I don't know, travel. Like the negativity towards that is it's honestly weird like i don't know do you feel like employers do it or do you feel like us as employees do it or inflict that pressure i think it's a little bit of both yeah i think um employers like judge for sure and that's not even me like trying to shit on them it's just it's the harsh truth like they definitely judge you know, if you were only somewhere for six months and they automatically. It's to some extent their job to judge you because yeah. they have to bring you on their team. Exactly. And honestly, like as a manager, like when I've looked through resumes, like I'll be like, OK, like, let me take a note of this. Like, I want to, you know, learn more about why, like this was only six months. But if I'm like interviewing someone and I ask them and they're like, yeah, like after six months, I kind of just want to take a break. I'm like, oh, there's a sense of respect there. Like, I respect that. Like, you know, like what you can handle. Um, and that does not define your work ethic. But yeah. I feel like sometimes mm, employers can look at that as like, oh, like that's lazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's just it the is world it we is. live in. You know, I feel like the older generation has that mindset. Whereas I really feel like our generation is the future and we're more open-minded and like, I feel like there's a lot more advocacy for living a fulfilling life and not having a nine to five. Um, But as an employee, I think for myself, I also sometimes feel bad. Like there's a little part of me that feels guilty for taking a break from corporate. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang, like I'm not going to be making like money every like other week. Like I used to like, Oh, that's kind of lame. And it's like, no, it's not like, you're taking a break because you want to take a break and you want to reset. You want to travel. You want to do this and that. You have every right to do that. And you shouldn't feel, you know, ashamed for that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. A little bit. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, but. Okay. Yeah, we we low-key at the, like the hour 10 more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got I to just ask you, like, I wrote down, you never used any one of these questions. Um, that's how it be going sometimes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I do, I, but I do gotta ask you one of them. Okay. Wait. Let me take a sip. All right. All right. Actually, nah. Imagine. <laughs> You're like no, no water. All right. This is somewhat like of a combinatory question. I'm always gonna ask this question from here on out. Shout out to Renee and Josie for giving me this question. <laughs> um. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Reset. <clears throat> okay, yeah, 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 Are you the one you got a drink? No, no, no. no, no. Uh, what fate what what is this story arc in your life? Um, and where do you see yourself in five years slash how do you want to feel? Ooh. Where's wait, say that first wait, like, say it again. What what arc is this in your story? And what character arc is this in, in your in your life story do you think right now? character art wait hold on you're gonna have to clarify like art character art yeah you never heard that phrase mm-hmm. like character art like um the reason it's called the arc is because there's the beginning you start down here mm-hmm. then there's the climax 
and then there's the um the end of the arc like the mm, resolution okay where, like you're you're um yeah 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 all right so where do i feel like i'm at in my character arc and where do i see myself going in five years yeah yeah let's start with that just that first part, okay like, yeah. i think right now where i'm at with my character arc is like right before the climax ah okay i feel like the last project ain't even got to try was like god kind of sprinkling a little like this is what it could look like but amplified if you it was the prelude yes like yeah. that was the prelude so that's why i feel like i'm right before like that like peak mm -hmm. um and with how aligned everything is in my life right now taking a break from corporate is going to give me the space to reach that peak yeah, yeah so i feel like that's where i'm at now and there's things that i already have queued up for like this time that i'm taking for myself like yeah. i'm in the works of um planning out the gallery that i want to have this summer for the last project um which it's gonna be a good time. Come through. Okay, I'm gotcha. gonna have yeah. Send me all the info. We put it out I don't want to like give too much away because I'm like super excited. When it's I time, yeah, yeah. When it's time, you'll definitely know. Um, but I have that queued up, and then even honestly, like the next project idea kind of queued up, like the outline of it. So I'm like really hungry to like really focus on creating more beautiful projects um so that's where i'm at with my art i guess i would say um in terms of where i see myself in five years that is so crazy because that feels like <laughs> so far or well, how do you want to feel in five years oh you could also answer it that way or both i would love to see myself or not i would i will have my art in museums and galleries. I want to have, you know, my art in international galleries. Like I want to travel and meet like curators and just network and expand my artistry, like not just within Rhode Island or Mass, but like the US and other countries. Um, so that's where I see myself in five years, as well as like collaborating with other well-known artists and pushing out more visuals and tapping more into like the fashion industry. Mm. I feel like I'm still learning how I can combine my love for fashion and my art and make them one. So mm -hmm. I would love to, I don't know what it looks like yet in five years, but I know that my art is going to be well known within the fashion industry. All right, I like so that. I I don't have specifics, and I feel like I should. You you but no, you can't. You're fucking. I'm asking you to predict the future right now. I like, no, you know I'm just saying? trying to speak it into existence. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, but yeah. that's yeah. I would I would love to just have my art like in places more heavily, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. Um. But yeah. Hi, yo. Thank you, Paige. Thank you. This has been very, very fun. It's been great. Mm -hmm. I would love to do this more often. And I hope that yeah. our paths are going to continue crossing. We can do a part two um, sometime in the summer. Like, yo, why don't you come to the gallery and like interview people? Yeah, I could do that too. I could do whatever. You just got to let me know, bro. I'm, yes. I'm down for whatever. Um, I love, again, yo, I love, oh, you should die. It's cool. Perfect time. We, we, we got the, yeah, 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 yo. But not yet, bro. I'm down for whatever. You just got to let me know when I slide. I'll be in, like, Lawrence, so mm -hmm. hour and a half, hour 20 drive. I'll do it. You know what I mean? Come with Cozy. Bring Cozy. 